Wild. K-Zero, the treasure of the Esperanza. Arriving at his office, back from his vacation, Lightfin found someone waiting for him. A dark shadow floated in the entrance to the cave. Who could it be? The figure swam out into the light. Seeing who it was sent a shockwave through Lightfin's body. Oh, it's you. What do you want? Hello, Lawrence. The only person who used to call me Lawrence was our mother. No one calls me that anymore. Dwight. Sorry, I forgot. You only use your initial now, brother. What was it again? L. Finn. Oh, yes, Light Finn. What do you want, Dwight? I thought I made it clear the last time we spoke. I never wanted to see you ever again. I know, I know. But I need to speak to you. Believe me, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't important. Let's go inside. You never know who might be listening out here. Dwight looked nervous. Lightfin looked around, but he couldn't see anyone. He was still as angry as a snapping sea turtle about what had previously happened, and he was about to tell Dwight to get lost. But before he could speak, he was distracted by a prickling sensation on the other half of his shark brain. After a long pause, he said, Okay, let's go inside. But five minutes, and I want you gone. As they passed through the doorway, Lightfin thought back to what seemed like a very long time ago. Breaking news! An Ocean News Network ONN exclusive report. The famed treasure of the Spanish galleon, the Esperanza, has been found. And lost again! Good evening, sea folk and gentlefish. That's right, you heard it here first. The famous treasure of the Esperanza, the ship sunk in 1860 near Palmyra, has been found. It was rumored to be full of thousands of gold coins and jewels. This reporter understands that it was found by a deep-sea anglerfish called Elsa. However, no sooner had she discovered the treasure than it was stolen from the wreck where she had left it that very same night. The Shark Police Department are on the case. Chief Raggytooth has issued a statement saying this case is being treated as the highest priority and confirmed that his top detectives are on it. We will keep you updated as the story develops. Detectives Lawrence and Dwight Finn, get in here! Chief Raggytooth was an old, grumpy, and sour Raggytooth shark, about three meters long. He had been on the police squad for longer than anyone could remember. Lawrence, sorry, Lightfin, and Dwight were not his favorite or his best shark detectives. Normally, any meeting between the chief and the Finn brothers involved him yelling at them. Right now, it didn't look too great for them, as his big, gaping mouth full of ragged teeth had a very unhappy scowl on it. What's up, Chief? What's up, Chief? Quiet, Dwight. You both heard that the treasure of the Esperanza has been found. Yes, and lost again. Sounds like a hoax, Chief. Well, it's not. We have seen evidence and the find is real. The treasure is out there. This is top priority now. Unfortunately, my top sharks, Larry and Cyril, are off sick due to some silly virus. That means that I am stuck with the two of you. 
So listen to me carefully. I want results. Thanks, Chief. So what do we have to go on? Right now, there are a couple of suspects we like for this. Sidney Stonefish, for one. He is a nasty piece of work, and he has the contacts in the deepest, scurviest parts of the ocean. If anyone in the fishy underworld knows about this, it'll be him. The other suspect we have is the Blue Marlin, the notorious jewel thief who has been a suspect in some of the biggest heists in the ocean. The files are on your desks. Not to worry, Chief. We will get right on it. Don't mess this up! Just as Lightfin and Dwight arrived back at their desks, a shark PD officer informed them that Sidney Stonefish had been brought in for questioning and was in one of the interrogation rooms waiting for them. Let's find out what this fish knows. Should we use the good shark, bad shark act? Never fails. Lightfin and Dwight entered the room. An electric eel floated in the corner, casting a bright light around the whole room. Sydney, who was almost as big as the two sharks, was floating under that bright glow. Sydney now looked especially grumpy, and the stinger on the end of his long tail was flicking around angrily. All right, Sydney, where is it? You better tell us what you know, or else you will be going to the deepest hole we can find for you. You don't scare me, detective. I don't know nothing about whatever it is you're looking for. Look, Sydney, we aren't really interested in you. You're just some fish who probably got mixed up in this. Do the right thing here. Tell us what you know. You don't want my friend here to get mad. Lightfin grinned crazily at Sydney, his teeth flashing in the light of the eel. Sydney smiled impishly back at Lightfin. I'm not sure what you're looking for, detective. Maybe you could give me a clue. Oh, come on. You know what this is about. What's your network of bottom feeders been telling you? Lightfin's tail swished angrily and smashed into a rotten plank that happened to be lying around. <coughs> Sydney moved backwards, shocked by the sound of the wood breaking. Better tell him something, Sydney, Else I might step out for a seaweed espresso and leave you alone with him. Okay, okay. If this is about that news story, the one with that treasure being stolen from some fish, honest, I didn't have anything to do with that. I actually heard that some cops saw it as an opportunity to get rich. Shark police, not a chance. Stop lying, Sidney. <laughs> I ain't lying, detective. That's what I heard. What's the problem? Worried there might be some crooked sharks in the PD? Lightfin swam menacingly closer to Sidney. The tips of their noses were almost touching. Whoa there, Lightfin, take it easy. Sidney, how exactly do you know it was Shark PD, then? I heard from a couple people that Elsa found the treasure. Suddenly a shark or a fish with a pointy tail and a badge was nosing around asking questions. Only Shark PD have those shiny shell badges and pointy tails. And what do you know? The next thing, the treasure was gone. Sounds like a convenient excuse to me, Stonefish. You better have something else for us. Gee whiz, okay, the only other thing I know is that there was some very specific gold coins in the treasure. Those gold doubloons would be worth a lot of clams. I ain't saying anything else, detectives. So either charge me with a crime or let me go. Lightfin and Dwight left the room to discuss what they had found out. While they had some information... They knew that they didn't have enough to arrest Sidney, so they would have to let him go, for now. 
back at their desk, scanning through the file. Let's look at the next suspect on the list. The infamous Blue Marlin, legendary jewel thief. She has never actually been caught for any crime, but the shark police do suspect her for a number of high-profile jewel robberies. I know where we can find Blue Marlin. She normally hangs out around the Agullis Current. It's one of the warmest currents in the ocean. Lythen's memory took him back to the meeting the next day with the Blue Marlin in a shadow underwater hollow near the Agullis Current. Okay, Blue Marlin, spill the beans. What do you know? Dwight Finn, you still trying to pin something on me? Who's this fellow with you? He's quite dashing. I'm his brother, if you will believe that. So, you have anything to do with this case in the news? The treasure of the Esperanza? Isn't it fantastic? What a piece of work. I only wish I had something to do with that. Hold on just a minute. Are you saying you didn't have anything to do with that? I can't believe it. Blue Marlin whipped around the sharks quick as a flash. Her long, sword-like nose gleamed in the water. Lyfen could have sworn she had a smile across her face. Suddenly, she came to a stop, as she seemed to be weighing up what to say. It's true. What type of gal do you take me for? Well, don't answer that. I did hear a few rumors, but if anyone asks... You didn't hear this from me. There is something odd about this whole thing, and I really don't want anything to do with it. What did you hear? You can trust us. We're just a couple of sharks. Blue Marlin whipped through the water again, like Quicksilver. She seemed to be smiling again. Lifing could almost swear she winked at him. All right, detective. So, I heard. That as soon as word spread about the treasure, all sorts of fish became very interested in finding out where it was. Quite a few dubious characters. People like Sidney Stonefish. We spoke to him. Oh, how exciting. Not really. He denied it all. Well... Him and his crew were definitely scrambling around trying to find out about the treasure before it was gone. And? I heard from an old guppy I know who lives in the grotto around the bend from Elsa, the anglerfish. Unfortunately, her eyesight isn't what it used to be, but she says two nights ago she saw some large fish floating around. Could she tell you anything more than large fish? Well, you never heard it from me, but she said she couldn't be sure, but she thought that they could have been sharks, or at least that they had long tails. Like I said, she is nearly blind. Any chance she saw anything else? Nope. Sorry. You'll have to figure this one out the hard way. You hear anything about coins? Coins aren't really my thing, officer. I am all about the jewels. With that, the blue marlin turned quickly, and with a flash of her tail, she was gone. Nick 
weeks, they went to see Elsa, the deep-sea anglerfish, who had originally found the treasure. Deep-sea anglerfish are normally found in the deeper sections of the ocean and have a glowing tip to their dorsal fin, which is called an esca. That glowing light is used to lure their prey towards them. They aren't the most conversational type of fish. What can you tell us about the day you found the treasure? It was dark. And? I swam straight over the chest. The gold coins shone with the light from my glowing eska. Okay, what happened after that? Did you notice anyone else around? Not really. It's very dark outside my bubble of light. Oh, wait. There was a big shadow, much bigger than both of you. But it was only there for a minute or two, then it was gone. Did you see anyone else? No, not really. Anything you can tell us would really help solve this case. Please try and remember. Oh, now I remember. I had a delicious flounder that day. It just swam right into my light. Elsa smiled at that memory, her wide mouth with its needle-like teeth splitting her face from gill to gill. But Lightfin and Dwight left feeling very frustrated. For the rest of the week, Dwight and Lightfin looked under rocks and into submerged wrecks. They swam down every back alley of Atlantis, trying to find out anything they could about who could have taken the treasure. Then, after a long day, back in the office, when everyone else had left... We really need to crack this case, or else the captain will have our badges. Who do you like for it? The stonefish? He had a motive, and we know he was probably lurking around. Even if he didn't do it, he knows something. Maybe. What about this shark thing? Both Blue Marlin and Sydney said it could be a police shark. Come on, you think it could be someone inside the department? Seems unlikely. Yeah, you're right. Although, what if... I mean... Could it be someone in the department? They would know their way around these things, and it's a lot of treasure. What about someone high enough up, who could make sure everyone kept quiet? Nah, come on. No one in the police is going to do something like that. You've been listening to the crooks too much. I say that we pull Sidney in again tomorrow and have another go at him. He knows something. Yeah, maybe you're right. Let's see what tomorrow brings. But you know, I can't help thinking maybe there is something there. Lightfin put the case file in his desk drawer and turned to swim out the doorway, Dwight not far behind. As the brothers left the police headquarters, a large shape moved out of some kelp nearby and headed back into the building they had just left. The next morning, Lightfin swam into work. But by the time he arrived at his desk, he was surprised to find Chief Raggytooth and Dwight waiting there for him. Lightfin! Chief, what can I do for you? We got a tip-off about the case. Okay, what did they say? They said it's someone inside the department who was involved. Wow, that's what we were talking about last night. Did they say who it was? Yes, they said it was you! 
Open your desk drawer, detective. Even though Lightfin was a cold-blooded animal, he could sense an alarm going off in his brain trying to tell him that something was wrong. Look, Chief, there must be some sort of mistake. I didn't have anything to do with that theft. Just open the drawer, Lightfin. Lightfin opened the drawer. All of his teeth almost fell out of his mouth when he saw what was lying there. There, on top of the case file, were three gleaming gold coins. Wait, just a minute. That's not mine, Chief. I swear. When we left last night, those weren't there. Y you can ask Dwight. He saw me put the file away. Lightfin turned to face Dwight, but Dwight looked away and didn't say anything. He seemed to be stunned into silence. Dwight, tell the captain it's not true. Before Lightfin or Dwight could say anything else, Captain Raggytooth spoke again. Listen to me carefully, Lightfin. I don't know what you think this is, but obviously you think you can treat me like some sort of fool. Here's what is going to happen. You are going to pack up your stuff and get out of this station right now. If you are lucky and this stays out of the news, maybe I won't charge you with stealing the loot. Hold on, Chief. You know I wouldn't... The Chief's face was turning bright red with anger. He moved closer until Lightfin could see the flakes of tuna seaweed sushi from last night's dinner on his teeth. Get out now. And that was that. Lightfin had been kicked off the police force and no one had said a word. He and Dwight had a massive argument after that where Lightfin pushed his brother to keep looking into the case. But Chief Raggytooth had shut it all down and put the evidence into underwater storage. Lightfin had never forgiven his brother for not doing more. Until... Lightfin! You... Are you listening to me? Sorry, what? Lightfin became aware for the first time that Dwight had been talking. You need to get out of here! They'll be coming for you! Who? What? I think you were right. Someone in the Shark PD is a crooked shark. And now they've leaked to the TV news the fact that you stole the treasure. You're being framed. And soon Chief Raggytooth will have no choice but to arrest you. How many times have I told you? But I didn't steal anything. That's really not the point right now. Dwight turned on the old black and white TV in the corner of the room. The screen flickered to life. Shocking late-night news exclusive! Ocean News Network can confirm that an anonymous source has told us that Detective Lightfin, hero of the deserted reef, was actually dismissed from the police force. He is suspected of stealing the treasure of the Esperanza. We now know that he was found to be in possession of at least three gold coins from the wreck. A number of witnesses also testified to seeing a shark near the scene before the robbery took place. We go live now to the police pursuit. Images flashed onto the screen of sharks with flashing electric eels swimming through the water at high speed. Lightfin recognized the landmarks near where they were, and he knew that he needed to get out of there before it was too late. To be continued. Thanks for listening to another episode of Lightfin Case Files. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't hesitate to leave a rating or a review on your favorite podcast app.
you can also find us on Facebook. This episode featured the amazing voices of Scott Allen, Isabel Landivar, David Esquerdo, Elisha Beavers, Sarah Turner, and Sierra Benning. <laughs>